0: Hey everybody, what's up? This is Chris and today I am interviewing Kristen and Megan from Haumea out in Sun Prairie and this place is incredible. It's got prenatal yoga, vinyasa, baby mama yoga, childbirth education, new mom support groups, lactation support. Basically, their intention in creating this is all about community. You'll hear it in their interview And it was really inspiring talking to them because they took what was once a dream and made it into a reality. And then there we were sitting in the lobby of the place that used to be merely an idea and they brought it to life. Enjoy. So I am here at Haumea in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Is Haumea the full name? Or is there a Haumea yoga, or? Haumea Family Wellness Center, but we've just been using Haumea. Haumea, Haumea Family Haumea. Wellness Center is mm-hmm. the official. The official, That's okay. on the brochure. With Kristen Nemichek and Megan Stancil Riley, the founders, the boss ladies, the ones who run it, the show. <laughs> Would you guys introduce yourself so that they can tell whose voice is who?
1: Sure. Uh, my name is Kristen, and I'm happy that you guys are tuning in today. Um, I've been, I guess, in this prenatal family wellness world for a really long time, honestly. I taught special education for about 10 years prior to uh, making the shift into yoga. I fell upon teaching prenatal yoga um, kind of by happenstance and fell in love with it, and that was about four and a half, five years ago. How many kids do you have? My husband came to our relationship with four. Okay. So they are twin girls that are 12, a boy that's 14, and a boy that's 18. Okay. Yes.
0: Four. Yes, four. (laughs) You heard that right, folks.
2: (laughs) Hi. So just introduce myself. My name is Megan. And let's see. I have two kids. Jack is eight, Esme is six. And um, let's see, prior to this I've been teaching yoga, doing some business consulting
0: work, and now we're here at Haumea. Cool, I have a number of different questions, the first of which may seem obvious, but I want to ask it anyways, but how did you guys come up with the name Haumea? Mm. Go ahead, I'm gonna let Megan take this one. All right, so Haumea is the Hawaiian goddess of
2: fertility and childbirth, and I lived in Hawaii for a few years, and then after I moved back from Hawaii, I went there about four times a year with my work. So Hawaii was a really special place for me, and then also a special place for Kristen, who has traveled there with her family. So it was a place that's near and dear to our hearts, and then also with being the goddess of fertility and childbirth, we thought it was a really great name for our
0: business. Can you detail what your business is and who it, who it is aiming towards, mm-hmm. your demographic?
1: Sure, I'd be happy to. So we really consider ourselves a family wellness center. We want to be sorti- uh, supporting folks through um, their journey into parenthood, whether they're in it like me, in the thick of puberty um, with kids, um, pregnancy, or you know just the folks that are really looking for a sense of community. I think that's one thing that we really strive to do well here is connect uh, one person to another. And we've seen some relationships and friendships grow outside of this space, which is exactly what we had hoped. So really, this wellness center that covers um, education, movement, and
0: wellness can you give an example of some of the kinds of education classes that you have here? Sure. So we have a full comprehensive
1: childbirth education program that includes our birth essentials class, uh, breastfeeding essentials class, and uh, mind-body birth class, which really gets into Ooh. the physiology and kind of coping skills and mechanisms used in labor and delivery. And... Uh, an infant and child CPR class. And we're working on restructuring uh, a fourth trimester class for 2020. So stay tuned for that.
0: Mm. Fourth trimester for Mm -hmm. people who don't know.
1: Is the part after you take your baby home. We don't do enough for women in families in that stage. So really hoping to set people up for success and what to expect,
0: which is basically all of the unexpected things, <laughs> um, and
1: who to call for and h- call on for help in that time.
0: So that's a snapshot of your classes. The education, education piece. What yes. else do you have here?
1: Well, I'd say on top of
2: um, our regular childbirth education, we also bring in different experts to offer workshops and professional trainings. So we offer doula training multiple times a year. Um, We also have a prenatal yoga teacher training that we're working on as well as a kids yoga teacher training. And then various workshops um, more tailored to not teachers, but clients. So Jessica Dufault from Mindful Motion has offered um, specific workshops regarding exercise and your postpartum period. So just striving to bring in different areas of expertise and people who can come teach us different things and then there's the yoga there's the yoga yes which is so we offer prenatal yoga um more of a traditional vinyasa flow so heavy heavy movement dominated yoga and then a
0: restorative aroma yoga as well (sighs) yeah right that just sounds so nice yeah um and I notice a couple. Whenever I've been in here before, which is a really lovely, vibrant space, I can say, um, you have childcare available mm-hmm. during we some offer classes, child care five days a week, so Monday through Friday
2: during our nine thirty a.m. classes. Yeah. So we think it's important for people to get to spend an hour without their children. Yeah. Uh, once in a while, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then. Do you do groups at all for um, breastfeeding or mom mm-hmm. baby type groups at all? Yes. Yeah, so we offer um, baby and me yoga
2: twice a week. And okay. then we have a, we call it our Ohana social hour is every Monday. So, so far that's tended to be people with newer babies who aren't quite on the move yet. And then we're also adding a movers group. In January, uh, and that's mm-hmm. going to be led by Laura Weissman, who is a yoga teacher, and then she is also a therapist. So, that Oh, that's be, really a nice combo. Yeah, it'll be a
0: great great class. Um, I used to joke because my first, I have a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a three-year-old. And when my o- oldest was toddler age, well, when we first started going to mom-baby groups at Happy Bambino, mm-hmm. which was like parenting and early mm-hmm. Pregnancy and Early Parenting Resource Center when he was um, first born, all the way through up the time that he was walking. And then, as soon as he started walking, he was just like out the door. And <laughs> I could not, can, I couldn't keep him in the room and in the group. So it was like, oh, I guess that time, that time's done. No more chatting for mommy. We're just running now. Now we're in the running <laughs> phase. But um, so I attended. Bluma's prenatal yoga teacher training two years ago was that wow. two years ago um, two summers ago that was what la- was that that was last I can't remember two summers it, ago two summers yeah ago. well
2: 2018 mm-hmm. With time ago. flies Megan. When you're 2018 fun. yeah <laughs> yeah about a year and a half ago
0: and fa- that training profoundly changed my life yeah and I was wondering whether the seeds of this place were started for you before you went th- to that training and sort of interested in hearing for both of you, how did this kind of start growing in your mind as something that you wanted to create?
2: Yes, so um,
0: Bluma definitely
2: helped plant the seeds. Um, however, not for me, but for Kristen. <laughs> so Kristen did Bluma's prenatal yoga teacher training. What year was that? Did, you did that? Mm,
1: probably 16 or 17 early 2016 again time flies so I had gone up there I think it was structured a little bit differently Chris when you and Megan went but um went up there for my level one and level two is prior to meeting my husband I looked for jobs there okay in Minneapolis because Mm -hmm. I was that impacted that I and I wasn't really I mean I was happy in Madison, but I was kind of searching for something Mm -hmm. and Bluma definitely my time there, um, had a profound impact on me as well and came back just knowing I wanted to do more for this population, um, prenatal and postpartum and had been teaching prenatal yoga for a while and, um, shared that with those that I worked with, one of which was Megan and, um, timing is everything, and the timing wasn't quite right then, but um, I think I planted that seed in Megan that then she was interested in going to learn more, and she just kind of kept tapping on my shoulder, like, let's do something, and again, timing wasn't right. I traveled back up to Bluma to do my um, doula training, so became a doula also at Bluma and have been practicing in that world a little bit here um, in Madison for the last, wow, it's been two years, (laughs) two years since I took that training. So um, it was just kind of when the timing was right, we needed to kind of make that shift. And that was about a year and a half, almost again, almost two years ago. And here we are, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting in Haumea's lobby. <laughs>
0: wow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How about you?
1: Um, so
2: I um I used to work a big corporate job before I had my son in Milwaukee, and when I had my son, that was a difficult birth. Um, and I decided to quit that job after I had him. In the years after that, I ran a photography business with my husband, and we got to the point where we were ready to move on from that. So I was at a point in my life where I was searching for the next step um, and exploring what that would mean for me, whether it was going back to corporate or doing something else. Um, So in that time period, I had talked to Kristen about her experience at Bluma, and given my experience with my son and how hard that was for me, I thought this was a great opportunity for our area to bring a resource like what Bluma does in Minnesota here
0: to Madison. So, do you want to? Uh, so, as I'm thinking about it right now, it's almost impossible to explain Bluma to someone who hasn't been there to feel what it's like there Mm -hmm. but I remember going into the training and not knowing what to expect and when you first walked into the room you got saged and there were all these I think flowers everywhere on the floor and, um, Matt's already laid out and there was loud music, like drums playing and it just was walking into another galaxy. And then we laid down with blankets and, and then Greta, one of the instructors came around and like gave us a little body massage, I think in the mm-hmm. beginning. And it was just like being held mm-hmm. in sacred space immediately before we even introduced ourselves. And I think within the first 20 minutes, I was like, this is my world. Like, <laughs> this is it. I have found my place. And I don't know if, any, if everyone has that same experience, but the tone and the, 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 because the sacred space that was created then, and she walked us through um, going through the time from infancy of our own lives up through each age and for us to extend love back to that version of ourselves. And um, at each moment of our growth, to be able to embrace who we were as we were coming up, as we were a little girl, as we were an adolescent, as we were, and that was a really powerful thing, but it also felt like it changed the vibe of the entire room and just automatically created this wonderful community among everyone before we even said two words to each other. So I don't know if the training began that way for you, but I found it to be so intense and lovely. And the whole process from that point forward continued to, as you said, kind of just foster connection. And so when I heard that you guys were wanting to bring a place to the Madison area like that, I was so thrilled, and uh, because it because it was so impactful, and so I guess one of my questions is just: Were you as struck by it as I was in those first moments, or were, was were you like, "This is just a normal"? Because I hadn't done any yoga trainings yet, and that was it. That was my introduction to. Yeah, I think you know the way that Sarah and Bluma created their space
2: was really unique and really special yeah um and making you feel honored and respected as a whole and complete person regardless of how you showed up and I think as you mentioned Chris just it created that sense of acceptance and Mm non-judgment before we did anything else and I like we really hope to create that same feeling here at Haumea where it doesn't matter who you are what kind of birth experience you want to have or have had or even if you've, you're have you not a parent and you just want a place to be you, mm-hmm. we want
0: this to be that spot for you. I think that there's not enough opportunity for that for people who are transitioning into motherhood from any walk of life, whether it's through birth or adoption or marriage or whatever it is, becoming a mother. To have a place like this where you can, like you said, just be accepted and come as you are, which is always the feeling. I've been here a few times and it always feels to me like come as you are. Like don't put on your makeup. Don't worry about your hair or if you smell bad because you haven't (laughs) taken a shower in three days, just come, show up. We'll show up for you. And that's kind of the vibe that I get here. And it sounds like that's kind of what you guys have been aiming for.
1: Absolutely. I think so much of we just want people to feel comfortable showing up. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're late. Um, whether you, like Megan said, whether you have kids or came into mothering untraditionally or you're struggling to become a parent and that's something you know you really want. We want people to feel heard and supported and I I feel like in the rest of our lives right now we are from one place to the next we are on our phones we are in this like connected but disconnected world that we as humans need connection and face-to-face support and I, I can't speak for Megan but I think this place has creating this space here at Haumea has been um, such an immense support place for me, even though we're in the thick of being new business owners and just the people we've met that we would have never come across otherwise. Um, It's, you know, we're still a growing community, but it's, it's evident how special um, the folks that are coming really feel like it is for them. So,
0: so you're getting some feedback from them like thank god you guys are here which is yeah it's been really fun we've had a couple clients turn into employees
1: Hmm. um that we got to spend their time with them prenatal they brought their babies back and Mm -hmm. um it's been it's been really fun to see just you know when you start something new you don't know you do your best to market and get the word out there and talk to OBs and providers and all the people, but like, you just don't know who's going to show up. Mm -hmm. And um, we will continue to strive to get the word about how out there. But um, right now it's proved to be this really neat, supportive community.
2: I think some things that come to mind, like particular instances of just seeing that in action as we got, Um, feedback from one of our clients who said that like they never ever have been a regular yoga practitioner they don't want to go to yoga studios and she's been coming here and she was on vacation in florida and you know she's like i finally joined that yoga class on vacation Ah. um so to see people become empowered outside of our space to um in our prenatal yoga classes, the peak of the sequence, which comes from Bluma, is doing a very extended goddess pose, which is like a squat for four to six minutes, which helps prepare for labor to hearing people after they birth their baby to say that they remember doing mm. those goddess squats at Haumea in their prenatal class and that's what helped get them through their birth which wow I don't know if it's great advertisement to say that our prenatal is as hard as birth (laughs) but um, (laughs) but just you know knowing that you're giving people tools to make themselves feel strong during a time that's gonna be where they're gonna need that strength um, to even connecting a woman who uh, um, didn't come here actively, but who was told that she's going to have to have surgery for diastasis recti to connecting her with a great um, pelvic floor PT here in Madison to where now she doesn't have to have that surgery. Mm. So um, whether they're getting what they need here in our studio or taking that out or connecting
0: them to great resources in the community, it's yeah. Can you talk more about the benefits of prenatal yoga? Absolutely. So we
1: offer five prenatal classes per week. Um, the benefits are, I think, immense. We do not lead this sequence as this easy sequence, seeing folks as these fragile beings throughout pregnancy or that you can't do all these things. It is exactly the opposite. We want people to feel empowered, strong, connected with their breath and their body. Um, so basically with the sequence, we know it's not going to mimic labor and delivery, but we really structure it in a way that it, you know, like we would be working through early labor and active labor to transition that peak goddess pose. Um, folks that do regularly practice prenatal yoga really feel connected to ask for what they need. Um, we really encourage that. Like if you need a prop that's out of reach in class, ask. If you need the fans mm. turned on,
0: ask. Get used to your voice in the air. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So we want people to feel comfortable. And what a great way to be able to practice that in this space for then when they take that either to their home birth or to St. Mary's or or to the hospital. Um, I think a lot of it is... Labor and delivery can be long and un- uncertain. I think that's the piece we also want to instill is it's okay to be unsure of what's next, but you've got this one breath, you've got the next breath and, you know, one contraction and the next contraction. So we try to really prepare people to be to sit with that uncertainty and not knowing what's next
0: and use their breath to get them through that one breath at a time. It seems to me like the prenatal class, the difference between the classes that you guys are teaching and the classes that I went to, or some of them that I went to before birthing, I feel like the classes that I went to were modified for pregnant women. They were yoga classes modified for pregnant women. And I feel like your prenatal classes feel more like everything is built around preparation for birth. And the rhythm of the class. And like you said. like Getting used to asking for what you need. And holding that. um, Goddess pose. To kind of. Mimic that. Really tough point. When it inevitably comes. (laughs) During labor. To just kind of get that. This is hard. But you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Kind of vibe. And get the muscle memory in your body. I did not get that same effect from other prenatal yoga classes your class sounds completely different in what it offers Mm.
1: i think ideally too we really want to incorporate movements that will help baby get into an optimal position for that person's body Mm. so it's a lot of asymmetrical movements lunges um, balancing on one leg really getting nice and strong um, squats you know Assuming at that point that mama is in, you know, or has baby that's in an optimal position, you know, helping baby work downward. Um, Some really great, empowering. We'd encourage everyone to come take it. It's not a (laughs) cakewalk.
2: Yeah, I'd reiterate what you said, Chris. When I took, I only took two prenatal yoga classes when I was pregnant, um, and I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, And I, I promptly left and just went back to my regular... So I practiced hot yoga throughout my pregnancy. Oh, really? Wow. Um, so it was great um, when I did my prenatal yoga teacher training to be taught a sequence that was strong because you need to be strong for birth and you need to be strong afterwards. So I love bringing that to my classes. And then at the same time, also instilling in people that as they birth, it's important to find that strength, but then to practice finding softness at the same time. Hmm. Um, So that's something that in my, the classes that I teach that I like to have people practice. So noticing as you build tension in your legs and goddess, how can you be soft in your jaw? How can you be soft in your neck? Um, That those two things don't have to be mutually exclusive.
0: Yeah. 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 that that sounds really doula like.
1: <laughs> well, it does really make sense. It's a lot of times when people find pain or sensation, we tend to tense up or we tend to find that fear, and it's basically counterintuitive of what we want when birthing a baby. Mm-hmm. We want to be soft and open, yet strong to stay in these positions. So that is what we hope to really help people find in our prenatal classes here at Helmea is that strength and breathing through it but finding where can you soften whether it's your jaw your neck your pelvis your toes I mean all of those places can really lead when you're tightening there. lead to pelvic tension which we really want people to be soft and open to Mm -hmm. make space for baby
0: is there any um, do you recommend people to start with prenatal yoga right away, or should they wait? Is there any contraindication? Because some people are afraid to do any vigorous exercise within, you know, the first two to three months. You know, unless their care provider has told them otherwise,
2: um, being healthy and active will, in the vast majority of cases, improve the health of that person and their baby. So. Unless their care provider tells them otherwise, I'd encourage everybody to stay active and mm-hmm. moving and build that strength.
0: And for the postpartum community, do you guys have, is your general yoga um, vinyasa, class are your vinyasa classes geared to incorporate that postpartum time or do you have specific um, postpartum classes?
2: Um, Our baby and me classes tend to involve like more very specific postpartum movements. However, our regular vinyasa classes, all of our instructors have extra training for postpartum people. So they'll vary the class a little bit depending upon who's there. So that said, a lot of the um, postpartum exercises that we do to start to pull those core muscles back together they're great for everybody Mm -hmm. even if you've never had a baby so they do get incorporated quite a bit throughout all classes regardless if there's a newly postpartum
0: person there or not and is baby and me geared towards um babies that are can you just explain for people that have not like the idea of bringing a baby to yoga class what are you kidding me how does that work (laughs) can you just kind of how does can you just detail how that
2: plays out. Sure. So our baby and me class is really designed to foster the connection between the baby and their care provider. So we usually start with introductions, which we start all of our classes at Hamea with introductions. Um, We do a little bit of baby massage and then um, some specific, I do mine, Kristen might vary hers a bit from what I do, but I do a little bit of core work and then um, some movement just for the care provider and then they have the option to incorporate their baby within their practice so usually that means holding baby back to those good old squats um some warrior (laughs) poses (laughs) and then we end at on the floor in a cuddly savasana so
0: and what does baby do while all the are they in arms are they on a Mm -hmm. blanket or on the mat like can they if they need to nurse how does it yeah, baby and me is probably the biggest um, little bit of free for
2: all of our classes. <laughs> so, I usually say that I'm just like the train and I keep chugging along, and people will stop and nurse or change a diaper. And some people will have babe in arms, some people will have their baby on the floor. Sometimes I'll grab a 15 pound kettlebell just so I know what those people Squats are feeling feel like who like are holding their babies <laughs> throughout mm. the class. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit of everything
1: it's it's been really fun. I know Megan and I both prior to opening had not taught a class like that before. We've both taught some family yoga kid stuff, but nothing like this and it's been I mean we consistently that's a class that's consistently fairly well attended and it's just it's really fun to see that connection and you know with the introductions we also do a question of the day that gets people talking and sharing and Anything goes in that class. And I think that's probably the most important class for people to really know and understand that, that it's okay if your baby cries. We don't judge. It's okay if you need to step out and feed and you want some privacy or if you want to feed right there, if you are breastfeeding, if you're bottle feeding.
0: It doesn't matter. It's about, again, showing up in that community, being there together. And then I imagine, especially for new moms, Seeing other people and other moms doing whatever it is they need to do, then it's sort of like permission for you to also do what you need to do. And sometimes your baby's not cooperating, and that's just that day where your baby's not cooperating. And maybe you're not doing yoga at all, you're just sitting and nursing and watching everyone else do yoga. And that's 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 the day you're having, and that's okay. But then maybe on another day, it might be something different. So, can you give an example of? what a question of the day is go ahead Megan. we've been focusing a lot
2: um this month on gratitude so i've a, an example today might be just like what are you grateful for today so i'm really grateful for my latte from beans and cream right mm-hmm. now so you know it might be something simple like that to something a little bit more profound like what are you really struggling with right now um what's your parenting motto how are you getting through sleepless nights so um yeah just a way of connecting with those other people in the room and hopefully that then spurs conversations outside of the studio where people can grab a cup of tea after class and continue those conversations
0: i i have this question that's forming in my head and it it had it basically it is more to do with you to personally opening basically where an idea becomes reality so you you wanted to create this place you met each other things started to fall into line and line up for you I'm sure it was a lot of hard work trying to get all of the logistics in place and I don't know I've never opened a business like this. Um, So I guess it's a two-parter. Do you want to talk at all about, for people who are daunted by that process, by the logistics? They have a dream, but they're daunted by the logistics of what they need to do to set in motion actually having that become a reality And or would you be willing to talk about what it feels like to actually be living what was once an idea? Like you created it and here you are. And what does that feel like? Either of those two things.
1: I'll maybe hit the first one. Okay. Um, We, I think like we said before, this had been something we had been in conversation about for a while and you know, Megan and her husband and Dean and myself, it it really is about timing and then taking a giant leap. And I think we were both at that point where we were ready for that next challenge and felt compelled to provide something for our community that wasn't currently being provided. And Megan and I are our skill sets complement each other really well I think I had you know the studio management background taught prenatal yoga for a little bit you know had found that training at Bluma a little bit before Megan did um had the birth doula background but Megan came to I would never be doing this if it was not for Megan I don't know how to run the books. I don't want to know about... I mean, I know I have to know about taxes <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> and saving receipts and all of the things. But like the business mindset, I I would have had to hire out someone else to do that. And how perfect that I found a business partner that complements all of those things that I was uncertain of to complement what I knew I was good at. So it, I think, is about taking that leap you know if you're doing it alone you know finding people that will support you or if you're doing it as a duo like we are um, finding someone that you know your skills really pair well together and then supportive family members and I kind of feel like it's been a giant whirlwind and I mean sitting here and being interviewed and in this space that like even though it's exhausting and there's always this perpetual hole of things to do that you're digging out um, what it's a perfect place to come to work like I love coming to work and we're probably both here six days a week this is probably the seventh and I mean week long in a row we probably are here most often every day well sometimes multiple times a day so that was like a long winded. I think so much of it is timing and being with the right partner, you know, both professionally and personally to be in a space that you're ready to take that challenge. And even though, you know, I know we've spent more time away from our families than we would like. I know they miss us. And but I, I know we both keep saying like this place will do well. People need what we are putting out there.
0: That's what was really striking me was the why of what you were building, the why you're doing it, seemed like a really bright spot because that's it's it's needed and you're passionate about it. And I've heard that that is the biggest driving force in creating something new, business or otherwise, is if you have the why and you keep coming back to that, that's a lot that's a big part of the equation
1: and I think the services you know the wellness the education the movement that we're providing it's never not going to be needed there are always people going through constant states of transition and change and community is that driving force of what we're we're never going to not need other humans to support us through transitions so yeah we feel pretty strongly that we're not going anywhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you want to talk at all about what it feels like to be living something that was once a but a dream Yeah so
2: um I think honestly with just being in our 7th month of business I think um it's not unlike having a newborn nine, right where 9 months 9 months 9 months oh wow mm-hmm. Um, but it does remind me of that where like Whoa. when your kids are babies, <laughs> like you're just trying to get through each day and it's very much like that here. Like, what do I have to do to like keep the lights on, to make sure people get paid, <laughs> to teach an awesome class? Um, and it's, you, it's, you know, taking time to step back and be like, okay, wow. Like look at everything that we've done in the last year, um, a year ago, this lobby that we're sitting in was the most disgusting space you have ever seen. Really? It was awful. Really? <laughs> we, it was so nasty. I mean, we went through, um, dealing with the city, having to rezone the building, ah. the ceiling, almost collapsing. moved
1: um, a load bearing wall oh. yep, getting fined by the IRS. Whoops. I mean, <laughs> all these
2: things <laughs> that happen. Um, and it's just like our yoga classes. OK, one breath at a time. Mm. What needs to get done? And mm. then taking time to step back now again and saying, like, Kristen, you're doing an awesome job. Look at what we've made. Isn't <laughs> Megan, it cool? Megan, I'm so thankful right. for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's hard work, but it's worth it. Kind of like parenting. Mm.
0: Yeah. How did you guys find this building?
2: Mm, my husband found it on Craigslist. <laughs>
0: Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Even Whoa. though we had
2: a broker, <laughs> our broker did not find it.
0: You're kidding. It was Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. What was this before? it? What, like, what was it not? Was it a restaurant? Was it, it was a cost cutters. Half of it.
1: A this side cutters. was uh-huh. cost okay. cutters. Uh, I think there was like maybe a karate studio or something on the other side. We also found a shelf in the back that had a bunch of different reptile names on it. So it very well could have been a pet store. I really, it would be great to know the yeah. history.
2: I know it was a resale shop on the other side at one point. So it was two um, separate units that we combined into one space. OK,
0: because it's a big, it is a big space. You have mm-hmm. how many, two yoga rooms? Two studio spaces. Uh huh. We have two treatment rooms, one of which
2: um, we have a chiropractor who is Mm -hmm. a permanent lease-in-one, and then the other space we use for massage therapy. And then Erin from the Rooted Family, she does mindfulness coaching for kids and parents, rents out that space as well. It's lovely. Thank you.
0: I don't have any more questions off the top of my head. Is there anything you guys want to talk about before we... Mm. I think we get the question often, like, who can come here?
2: Yeah. Um, who
0: can come here? All human beings can <laughs> come here.
2: <laughs> Sometimes a Delta dog comes Sometimes here, too. <laughs> animals come, too. Um, yeah, really, we want to be open for everybody. So you don't have to be a parent. You don't have to be a woman. Um, if you're looking for a place to get moving and to feel connected and feel empowered we want to be that place for you all humans
0: mm-hmm. are welcome all humans are welcome okay yeah is there anything else you want to add before we say goodbye no I think that sums it up well I'm so happy that you guys are willing to do this and it's lovely to see you both in this space it is very cozy and <laughs> I just kind of want to stay here. I know. Come in. If you ever just need a place to work or have a cup of tea, come in. I'm hoping at some point to maybe uh, record more birth stories. So Mm -hmm. if you have people coming in that are just dying to share their birth stories.
1: That would be amazing. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: we've had some pretty neat folks walk through these doors so i could only see that being yeah it'd be really well Mm -hmm. maybe i
0: won't wait then i'll just give you my info and you can post it or something right and
2: everything from home births to c-sections to everything in between Mm -hmm. adoption
0: adoption Mm -hmm.
2: surrogacies yeah Mm -hmm.
1: in our short time we've uh, learned and heard a lot of really different wonderful amazing stories is probably just a tiny snippet of what's happening in the greater Madison community but we've been really blessed with um, those that have chosen to walk through these doors at Haumea it's been really a wonderful journey so far a nine-month journey that I don't even know where time's gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay congratulations thank you Chris, thank you, Chris. appreciate it